1: It's showtime! Hey, what's up, Bag Slappers and Cuzaroos? We're taking this week off, so we thought it would make sense to put a show out that we had taken down previously. This was episode 97, Attention Hellmart Shoppers. At the time we recorded this, we were being harassed by a couple of podcasters from Philadelphia, so there are a number of references to that in this show. This was actually the episode that really put it over the top and triggered the job lynch mob that ensued while I was in Vegas for Kevin's wedding, we took it down because we did say some ridiculous shit about another podcaster. You'll notice that there is one word that has been censored. It might be that podcaster's name. We also took it down, as I'm realizing now, because it's pretty boring too. It's definitely not our best effort. If you do make it through, there is a scripted produced bit where I show off uh, both my acting chops and my voice talent really missed my calling. Anyway, before we get into that, I did want to play a couple of voicemails that came through this week. There was the call that I played on last week's show. The guy was not happy with our review of Sleepy Cast, And just to refresh your memory, this was the call. Hey, what's up, guys? And yeah, if you're wondering, yes, I did leave a one-star review on your podcast because of the Sleepy Cast episode. And just like how you were listening to the Sleepy Cast podcast and getting me- an immediate headache, I got the same effect listening to you. Wow. How about that? It's crazy. So here's an idea for your podcast, actually. Why don't you actually make original content instead of taking other people's really hard work and shitting on it? You guys are like Let's Players, shitting, shitty, annoying people making horrible jokes at other people's hard work and content, and you're acting like you're doing something important in the world. So, I played that on the show last week, and lo and behold, we had a couple of people call in and defend us against this asshole. This was the first one.
0: Okay, okay, this one's for the retard that called you really bad and said that you're like Let's Players about Sleepy Cat. Half the
2: people on Sleepy Cat are now Let's Players. This dude is fucking corny. Fuck that guy.
1: Also, we got some support from our buddy Boomer Guy who has embraced his new moniker.
0: Hey, Carl, um, and whatever re- comedy reject he has on the fucking show. Hey, it's your boy, Boomer Guy, because I guess that's my fucking name now. You, you fucking could have came up with anything, but sure, you know, live up to your Boomer meten- uh, potential. Anyways. Um, just wanted to say, uh, to that fucking little Sleepy Cabin little, uh, fucking, uh, retard, yeah, buddy, the Sleepy Cabin shit has always sucked, they were all fucking retarded, yeah, they're all a bunch of fucking spedlords who have, like, distorted uh, beliefs on the fucking, uh, Bible and shit, and then once once they're, like, cornered over their shit, they start backing up and going, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke, they're a bunch of fucking retards, don't ever fucking listen to. Uh, don't ever take anything that Sleepy Cast has to say like has to say as seriously. They're a bunch of like poor fucks who were starving and then got lucky because geez, they had they know a lot of Jews in fucking Hollywood. Anyways, um, keep up with the great work. I'm gonna leave you like seven more uh, voicemails. So go fuck yourself, faggot.
1: And he did leave us seven more voicemails, and we'll probably recap some of that next week. One more call that I want to play. Our buddy Boomer Guy has come up with a lot of different conspiracy theories and has decided uh, what the relationships are between myself and some of our co-hosts. And Andy, who it's been determined is my brother-in-law for some reason, decided to call in to address this. And I think he gets confused about who's saying what, but it's all very confusing. You got Fuck Rumpus, who's also Noah. And then you got Boomer Guy, who I think he calls Millennial Douche. And it's, it's very confusing.
3: Hey, Carl, it's your brother-in-law. I just thought I'd call and break up the endless voicemails from Boomer Guy or Millennial Bitch or, I mean, I call him Noah. Noah Friends. Why does he call so much? He must call every time he gets pwned at Fortnite and an 11-year-old calls him a homo and he has to dial a phone number with no one at the other end of it so that he can pout into a void like a classy hero. I think uh, we are he's giving us the first documented case of tiny dick energy. But, you know, in a world of infinite possibilities where I'm your brother-in-law, right? I married your brother, and we have adopted twin Chinese daughters together. You let me be on your podcast? That's uh, a possibility. But I think it's a, also a possibility that Millennial bitch is uh, your illegitimate son. He keeps calling because he wants daddy's attention, and he'll get it, good or bad, you know. But, you know, when he was born, Carl took one look at his fetal alcohol face and decided then and there to take up smoking so that he could go out for a pack of cigarettes and never come back. But, you know, keep calling, Noah. Uh, We love your phone calls. And I love
1: shitting in your mouth. Peace. All right. Well said, Andy, I think. I don't know. I tuned out. We're going to play this episode of Attention Hellmart Shoppers, originally recorded in March of 2018. We'll be back next week with Vinnie Paulino, and we'll be reviewing the Mike O'Mara Show. Yes, Mike from the Don and Mike Show has a podcast. Who knew? So please tune in next week. For Mike O'Mara, and until then, here's this.
2: What if we do a podcast where we listen to other podcasts and then just just talk shit about them? It's showtime Ba-da-ba-ba.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba. Podcasts are the
1: best, except for when they're not. Come to think, there's really just a handful that don't suck. That's where we come in. Podcast reviews like our own Commander and Doug. W-H-E- W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that actually listens to your shitty podcast all the way through. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Doug from the Who's Right Podcast.
2: Hi, Carl. I'm glad I'm back. Yes, uh, I welcome. think this will probably be my last time back, but...
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to remind our listeners you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod.com. Email the show, show at gmail.com. We're always looking for podcast suggestions. Also, if you find the show the slightest bit entertaining, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Attention Hellmart Shoppers. Doug and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado, let's get into it. Doug, what would you think about uh, Attention Hellmart Shoppers?
2: So as, as I just referenced, I said this will probably be the last time I'm on you. You you're one of my favorite top 5 favorite podcasts. And when the first time you asked me to come on, I got really excited. Second time, a little excited. This time, you know, it's all part of the the thing now. I'm I'm used to it. Uh, but you gave me, you gave me one job, listen to 125 minute episode, That's true. and you gave me like 7 days to do it.
1: That's true. Yes.
2: I I I tried, man. I really did try. I I couldn't get through it.
1: Well, I I'll tell you that we we talked about episode 15. And this is a scripted serial podcast. There's a storyline that's going on. I realized that starting at episode 15 was probably not a good way to go. It's just confusing and weird. So I went back and listened to the first four episodes. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> I know. I put way too I much d- I don't want to just
2: come on here and be shitty for the sake of comedy. So right. I'm, I'm really going to try to go, not go down that path. So I can... I can speak intelligently on about eight minutes of the episode you asked me to.
1: <laughs> okay. That was as far as you could get was eight minutes. So <laughs>
2: That was over the course of four tries.
1: I, I have to say that as a podcast, this is a pretty decent show. Uh, it's impressively put together. The production value. It's all this one guy who, who's putting it all together. He writes it. He does all the voice acting. He mixes it produces it the whole thing so uh with that said now i'm gonna shit on it so this is the (laughs) this is the clip that sums up the show for me there's four elements here there's the -the over-the-top voice acting and we'll get into all of that you're gonna hear doors closing there's a lot of loud walking going on i think the show could be called the loud walking show would be another good name for it and then of course the unfunny banter back and forth between the characters
4: this isn't over, sweet hips. I don't care what it takes. I'm coming for you, and I'm coming hard. Hey, Chet. What? I like your car. Shut up. All right, all right, it's Chet. What's up, buddy? <sighs> What's wrong with him? I suspect inbreeding. Hey, you're almost done with your first ship, brother. You gonna come to Razz's
1: with us tonight? So do you think that's a pretty good uh, summation of this show?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if you're watching the camera of me, but that ah uh, yeah. So I think you you surmised it pretty well. Okay, it's well it's well put together. I thought it was a several people, but the 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 guy that putting it together is obviously putting some work into it and put some time <laughs> yeah, into no it. Yeah, no
1: shit. I thought um, I put a lot of work into
2: this show. Fuck. I I, I equate it to gay porn. I think. Okay, it's. People spend some time on it. They, they put some energy into it. It's just not for me. That's that's how I felt.
1: It's like gay porn. If it's on in the background, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to go seek it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go through the the cast of characters, but first let me just kind of explain what this premise of the show is. There are employees who work at a place called Hello Mart, which is supposed to be like a Walmart that is in the middle of the country somewhere, and it's built on a portal to hell. So the whole store, the superstore, is haunted with poltergeists and ghosts and leprechauns and all sorts of whimsical nonsense. The reason why uh, the show exists is because the main character, Daniel, who used to be this fat cat on Wall Street and then was arrested for his white collar crime. Was sent to work at this place, and he's like the oddball doesn't fit in. And we're following kind of his story. I, I don't even know why I'm explaining all this. Let's just. I- I I'm
2: ready to check out. on I his know. Show, I know. It's-,
1: <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. Okay, let's get into it. I want to talk about these characters because this this one guy does all of the voices, and you could tell because all of the voices are just over the top characters. The first one is Jimmy. Jimmy is the uh, the redneck manager. And it just sounds like this guy's doing Will Ferrell doing George W. Bush.
4: Sit yourself down, Danny. I'm going to get straight to the point. I don't know what your last job entailed exactly, but Hello Mart is a customer service oriented retail environment. Now, what that means is that as of this moment, boy, you are in customer service.
1: All right. So Hmm. it's pretty generic. You have the main character, Daniel, who is supposed to be this Wall Street douchebag. I kind of got a Robert Stack vibe from this. You know, the guy from uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. It's that real serious over the top. You know, I've had it.
4: I'm not even going to be here much longer. I don't need
1: you or... I guess it's kind of British, too, for some reason. (laughs) Even though the guy's supposed to be from Manhattan. Uh, Then you have this uh, Evan Devilkin, who's the corporate bigwig guy. And this is just the generic, rich, privileged, white guy voice.
4: This is Evan Devilkin. Please leave a message and my secretary will pass it on to me. Thank you.
1: I don't know if that's it, supposed to be Thurston Howell, if he started that whole thing with the lovey. Mm. So I,
2: I can't sit here and shit on this guy for trying to put something together. And, right. and, his, and, and like you said, his, all the voices are characters of other people's voices
1: right it's not original yeah but i don't i don't fuck i know i know i know this is tough let me me just get through real quick you got this guy chet he's kind of the arch nemesis of the main character he sounds just like the generic vietnam war vet guy
4: just my cousin he's my brother I'm a literal brother, literally my cousin.
1: So he talks and he's kind of whispering, but he's shouting too at the same time because he's real intense. Then you get this.
2: It, yeah. Isn't there one like, that's like uh, Matthew McConaughey or something? Yes. This,
1: this is Jake. And it's such a cheesy Matthew McConaughey impression. Hey, buddy,
4: don't you worry. I want a little bet. You got at least a 50% chance of surviving the year. I mean, going to hell, we're going to keep you safe.
1: Oh, keep you safe and he even does the all right all right like all the time <laughs> then he, he he referenced gunter gunter is this old german guy who's probably a nazi war criminal who pretends to be a student it's i don't know it's confusing this just what hitler said
4: hitler you said chet i am unaware of any person named hitler as i am a typical american college student and not an elderly german man My papers make that quite clear.
1: You know, I'm going through all of these different characters because I want to give a sense of what's going on in this podcast. It's a ton of just different characters entering the room and having these long conversations that you're not sure why you're listening to it or where it's going or what's going on. So I thought that maybe by playing all these different characters would kind of give you that sense. But I did pull a clip, Doug, that I think is happening to you right now.
2: Honestly, I zoned out halfway through. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I it is. I, oh, again, man, I, I suppose I, I I'm worried <laughs> about how this, this episode's gonna come off. I I knew it's like fuck, all I have to do is sit down and make it through one episode and then yeah. I can talk about it and right. not be a dick just shitting on something that I didn't hear. It's like it's like the people that give you one star reviews on iTunes without exactly. ever listening to your yes. show.
1: Yes. Uh, although they did hear from some Facebook group that I made fun of a retarded girl. So that it gives them a carb watch. <laughs> so here is um, this intercom guy. The intercom guy is such a generic cartoon voice. Uh,
4: chat to the pet department for a courtesy
2: call, please. Chat to it's the like pet David Spade. Department right now.
1: Well, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you watch Rick and Morty. Nope. But it's kind of the Morty character, but it's also from The Simpsons, the teenager with the pimples. Oh, you're not yeah. supposed to put butter on that. It's just really generic. Um, here is Ruth. Ruth is a how many, cashier. Yeah, how, many, how many characters do we have to There's, get through? Oh, it's just 17 more. I mean, sit tight. Right. <laughs> you want to go and take a <laughs> shit break or something? We got time. Um, so this is Ruth. She's an old lady who smoked a lot. Another generic voice. Hey, honey,
4: I'm Ruth. I ain't going to learn your name, though. I've seen too many of you boys come and go to bother with that.
1: The, the character that I didn't take a clip of is Emily, who is the love interest in the story. And that's actually played by this host's wife. By, uh, so it's, it's uh, Thoreau Smiley is the guy who does all of the voices and writing and everything. And then his wife, Moon Smiley, does oh. the voice of uh, <laughs> Emily. Here is uh, an old lady customer named um, Annabelle, and she's also a cannibalist.
4: Oh, you. I was quite the looker in my day.
1: I had a number of suitors. That's just the fake old lady voice. It's so annoying. Oh, oh, oh I'm an old you know, lady. So you're
2: you're uh, cementing why it was that I couldn't get into this. I, yes. As I was listening to it, I, I there was so much going on and... and You know, jumping into episode fourteen or fifteen or whatever it was, not having any context as to who all these people are and why there's so many different voices and footsteps, as you said, it's (laughs) a lot of walking. It's like you're eavesdropping on twenty-five people walking down the street.
1: Right, and I would never listen to a show like this. I'm not into these scripted shows, especially with the -the over-the-top character voice acting. And I think most people think it's a lot of different people. He does a good job of not sounding like himself when he does these different voices, but because it's one person, he has to go so fucking over the top. Like, here is, uh, here's Steve. Steve is the Fuck. custodial maintenance manager. Fuck. I know! It just keeps going and going! This is this is just a fucking generic vampire. Excuse me. I seem to have given you a fright. <laughs> it's just like the fucking Count from Sesame Street. Uh, here's Valerie. Valerie is an airhead. Yeah.
4: I had to hang out with my boyfriend.
1: So she is, um... Valley girl. Yeah, the valley girl. She's the makeup counter girl. Then you have this fucking leprechaun for some reason. R- remember, the, the place is haunted, so for some reason there's leprechauns and...
4: Don't want to hurt nobody. I'm a leprechaun. I love hurting people, you dumbass. Ain't you never seen my movie? Now get in, Jimmy, or this pretty little thing has got to get a knife in her eye
1: doesn't sound anything like a leprechaun. He missed the mark on that one. That. Uh, <laughs> the, only thing, the only reason I knew what that was
2: supposed to be is because he starts out with saying, I'm
1: a leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> right. That's that's one of my biggest issues with these types of shows is that people have to say things they would never actually say in order to fill the listener in on what's going on. I have an example of this, and we've listened to other uh, podcasts where we, we, we listened to this one where it was a zombie apocalypse show. And he was nonstop like, look at that guy over there. Look at what he's carrying. Hey, let's go over here down this hall. No, not that one. Let's go to this one. It's so stupid. No one would ever talk like that. Here is uh, an example from this show. Uh, Ah, yes, the janitor's closet.
4: Let's see. Mop. Yes, now is a
1: bucket? That's very natural. Let's (laughs) see, there's a mop. That's what I say when I look at a closet. (laughs) I start talking about all the things that I see. Uh, Here's another example of that. Let's see. Let's see.
4: Office supply closet. Lost and found. <laughs> ah, security office. How many if you are gonna?
1: There's so much door opening and walking. The fully workout here is like I, seven different sound effects over and over again.
2: I'm. I'm going to talk like that at work tomorrow. <laughs> that,
1: <laughs> just just, just walk narrate,
2: up. narrate my, my way through the day.
1: HR department, <laughs> sales team,
2: psychological team is now here.
1: <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. That's the being, kind of shit that takes me out of this. And being I understand strapped to a gurney. I understand it's difficult because it's a podcast. You don't. Maybe there should be a narrator. I don't know what the, what the answer is. That's why I don't listen to this kind of shit. It's like if I wanted to. Watch a cartoon. I just watch a cartoon. Why am I listening to this guy do cartoon voices on a podcast? The thing that I didn't get on this, and Doug, in your seven minutes of listening, I assume you feel the same way. It's supposed to be a comedy show. And I I see a lot of people praising him on his iTunes page. And I've seen some interviews with this guy where people are like, wow, you know, it's really witty and satirical. And I just didn't get that at all. I didn't understand. So I'll, I'll... I'll talk to you about what his joke formula is. This is the very first episode, the very beginning.
4: Attention, Hallmark shoppers. Our specials today include 50% off shoelaces, ladies intimate starting at $19.99, and buy one, get one free on eight-ounce jars of the blood of the innocent. Also, if you're the owner of a blue Honda Civic, license plate bldlst one you've left your lights on.
1: All right. So, Doug, you know a little bit about comedy and the the comedy rule of threes. Yeah,
2: the comedy rule of threes. I was just going to reference that.
1: Right. He does not know that. So what this joke was, normal thing, normal thing, crazy thing, normal thing. You don't want to end on the if you could go all crazy and then normal, you can go all normal and then crazy, but you can't just sandwich in the blood of the innocent. Hey, you know, we got 50% off shoelaces, there's Lady Intimate's Blood of the Innocent, and there's a car with its lights on in the parking lot. Like, uh, oh, okay. Where was I supposed to laugh at that? I have no idea. So I,
2: I didn't catch the uh, license plate on the car. Was that a ref, <laughs> was that a reference to a joke?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't catch that either.
2: It was like maybe Bloodless or BOD or oh, bad joke. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Be, be, yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Now you're paying attention. Look at Jesus. Now, now that you're on the show, you're actually listening to what's happening. Um, all right, so I'm going to go through some clips that I just call bad joke examples. This is bad joke number one. Oh, pl- please do. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad joke number one. This is the uh, the redneck store manager. Hopefully, you guys were all taking notes. This is Jimmy, the redneck manager, who sounds like Will Ferrell doing George W. Bush. Uh, anyway, this is him. Talking about these uh, corporations that this guy used to work for. Now, say here you got money experience.
4: Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, Enron. I ain't too familiar with them establishments, but they sound like good family stores.
1: Doug, why would Enron sound like a good family store? I don't know.
2: I don't understand this. I don't think this is for me. I think this is for... It's not for us. (laughs) So who is it for? That's that's a good question.
1: That is a good question. It, obviously, someone who doesn't know that there's actually well-written comedy available.
2: Well, so I, I, w- I did do a little bit of homework on this. I went and checked their website and their Patreon video and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- there's, there's people that are paying for this content.
1: The person who you... wrote into us, Andrew from Michigan, is a fan of this show. He, he said he likes it and he wanted to hear our take on it.
2: So that would have been great to have him come on and, and talk about it instead of forcing me to l- defend listen to seven Andrew. minutes of this piece defend of shit. Defend
1: it! <laughs> I don't know who this is for. It's not funny or witty. These conversations between the characters go on all
2: fucking day. So last week, you went and when you played the clip of this and said you were going to be talking about it, you made the reference about you played a clip that was like 35 seconds of somebody walking and talking. Yeah. Right? The entire seven minutes that I listened to was that that walking. It was just walking and walking and walking and walking. It
1: fuck. All right. Well, now that you brought that up, I have an entire <laughs> walking compilation that I have to play for you. Oh fuck me! It is so long. and It's just nonstop. Oh, walking and then doors. This show is just walking oh, to doors all the time. Be right back.
4: Let's do this. Fuck. Don't you be a pain in my ass!
1: <laughs> I mean, this is this is all real time. Do we have to hear how far the guy walks to? Go ahead and pick up the dialogue. Any time here, guys. It's just walking. Yeah. Are they building suspense? Holtegeist. Yes, of course.
4: I'll just have to go find a up.
1: <laughs> God damn it <laughs> That's so, so stupid This is this goes on for another 17 minutes So uh, go ahead and sit back ah, ah, yes, the janitor's closet <laughs>
4: That's right That's right, run away you sexy little bitch <laughs> got ourselves a ceremony to perform I am on the J-O-B Jimmy
1: man bye guys alright stop it I know I know it just goes on and on and on the the crazy thing too is that sometimes they're running around they're never out of breath or winded. They just have a normal conversation as if they were just recording it standing in their basement. Are you really are you really starting to pick this apart because it's not realistic? It's not very realistic. <laughs> this show about the haunted Walmart is not very real. All right. Let me go back to shitting on the uh, jokes. There is a, a long clip here. I apologize in advance, but this sets up the entire show premise. And then, it has this terrible joke that they tag it with at the end.
4: Now, there's one other thing I should uh, probably mention. This store is a little... unusual. You don't say. You believe in the supernatural, Danny? Daniel, no, I don't. Well, you're in for an interesting first day. You see, this store was built on a cursed burial ground. A cursed burial ground. A cursed burial ground, that is correct, and that burial ground was immediately adjacent to the remains of a satanic temple, which they eventually bulldozed to build the Lunatic Asylum, which burnt down, killing all 666 inmates. But that's when they built the Long John Silvers. Ugh, Long John Silvers.
1: You get it? You get the joke, Doug? I'm back, what'd you say? Yeah, I- <laughs> So, you know, a lot of the humor is this thing where you're going to say the craziest thing that you can say. Oh, there was a satanic cult, and there was this insane asylum, and a Long John Silver's... Ew, Long John Silver's... Okay, we get it. We get the joke. Uh, Here's bad joke number three. And this is just about fish concerts.
4: Let me guess, you wanted to find yourself by backpacking through Europe, or following fish on tour their concerts are a spiritual journey but for your information
2: no (sighs) so here's what i think what do you think doug i think that this is a huge conspiracy i I believe that so you reviewed our show at our request yeah and you shit all you shit all over it and then we came back and tried to have a little bit of fun i think that what you're doing to me now is payback for us having a little bit of fun at your expense. (laughs)
1: Listen, I don't, I don't force anyone to co host this show with me. Everyone is here (laughs) on a voluntary basis. I am
2: like a battered wife. Every time I come back, it's like this time's going to be different.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I can't, I'm sure uh, you'll talk to Anthony about this on the next show and Anthony will go, yep. I'm not going to listen to that. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great stance at. Hey, you know, I co-hosted this other show. Yep. Don't care. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got? What else you want to talk about? Um, So I apologize, but I got to play some more bad jokes. This is, uh, this would be hilarious if it were 1998. So what's with the VCRs?
4: Well, you see, bro, due to all the paranormal activity, this town is a little bit behind the times. Yes, but these are Betamax. Yeah, it is far superior to VHS. Yeah, it's just a better format, bro.
1: Uh, Again, when am I supposed to laugh at that joke? The beta is a better format than VHS? Is that still a joke? Is that a thing that we're talking about? (laughs) It's just a better format, bro. What? Okay. The one thing that I really liked about this show, I have to give it credit, I really like the music. Really? Yeah. Yeah. um, (sighs) Check this out. This is... It's pretty cool music. He's using a theremin to play the melody, which I... I don't know, it has a good effect.
2: So, okay. I'm I'm going to recant a little bit, I think. So, you listened to the first four episodes, is that I right? I did, yeah.
1: I listened to the first four and episode 15 that I told you to listen to. So when
2: you, when you listened to the first one, was there a was there a whole bunch of characters or was it was there just a few characters and they have slowly built up to 15 and have an 82 characters?
1: That is what's crazy about it because that's why I clipped all of these things. They just the first episode is just introducing, 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 introducing. It's just nonstop. This is Chet, and now we're going to talk to Valerie. And over here is so and so, and everyone has to fucking give you their little like backstory thing. So this guy had it figured out from the beginning. Exactly. He, it's probably whatever voices he's good at. <laughs> he's got to figure out characters for. I I don't
2: know that I would say good at.
1: I would <laughs> right? say <the> voice. <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> What's funny is that it's almost self-aware from time to time. Here's a clip that you're like, oh, does he, does he understand what, what he's doing wrong here? That's life, kid.
4: There's nothing we can do, so you best get yourself back to work. Wait, if there's nothing we can do and we're not going to try to find the items he's taken, then why did you tell me that relentlessly long story? I get bored sitting in this little room all day. There's only so much Facebook a man can do. Right...
1: So he kind of admits that there's long, boring stories being told, but I guess that's also the comedy. Yeah. I, I, so I, I was
2: going back. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that there's a group of people that listened on the first episode and, and kind of got involved with the characters that he's developed and then wanted to see how they went from week to week to week or whatever. And and maybe those people you could get locked in, you know, after, after listening to a show over, a couple weeks you or a couple episodes anyway you start developing uh you know what i I got nothing carl i i I, am trying to be nice to this guy you're
1: exact you're exactly right and i've I've heard you reference howard stern before i still listen to stern even though most of my friends have dropped off at this point because for some reason i actually give a shit about what jd did over the weekend and you know he develops these characters that I, i shouldn't care about but I actually listen and I want to know if Richard Christie got drunk watching the Super Bowl. I don't know why I care about that. But, yeah, you get sucked in and you can listen to things. that if you just played it for someone at random, they'd be like, why, why would I care about this? What am I listening to? So I totally understand that. What I don't understand, because it's just not for me, is this whole fictional characters. Like, why would I be interested in any of these made-up people voiced by this guy? Well, I, if you go
2: to... Uh, I hear a lot of people talking about Rick and Morty. I've never watched it, but for me, it's like Family Guy. Yeah, you know, fam- Family Guy. It's a it's a bunch of made up people with cartoon voices, obviously. Yeah, and and you kind of care what happens, maybe not from week to week because I don't know that the storylines connect, but you you do care enough to watch it and
1: because well, it entertainment you. It's just a comedy show. You you you're. I'm only watching Family Guy to laugh a couple times. This show, there's no laughing to be done. I, I couldn't have been. And I'm trying, I was literally trying to enjoy the show. I think I said on the last episode I was optimistic about it. It, it, it had a lot of good reviews. It seemed like it, there was a lot of work being put into it. And then it's just, it's just flat. Like, here's an example. Of this I call dynamite dialogue.
4: Which way are the stairs from here? Turn right. Go to the end of the hall. Only stairwell in the building. take you from the rooftop to the basement.
1: Boring. What is, who is that for? He's explaining specific instructions <laughs> on how to get somewhere in this make-believe place that doesn't exist? Why the, the, would I possibly the entire want to hear? layout of the building. To yeah. get <laughs> I want you to reference the map you can find on our website, and you'll see that, I mean, this isn't fucking Lord of the Rings. I'm not, I'm not that invested in this. I need to know the entire fucking proximity of where these people are inside the building. Theater of the mind,
2: Carl. It's all theater of the
1: mind. <laughs> I don't. I guess I don't understand the theater of the mind thing. All right. So here is where they first introduce paranormal activity, and it, it, this is where the the character who comes in who doesn't believe anything's haunted. This is where he realizes that it is haunted, and just throws in again. They're just tagging everything with lame jokes.
4: Yes, I definitely do not believe in any of that. Uh-huh. My God, did you see that? Yeah, man, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's real. But that electronics department man was just pulled into the floor by a ghost hand. Oh, don't you worry. A hand usually just leaves him in the basement. Carlos going to be fine. That was just the hand showing off. The hand is such a show, but... You're serious? This place is actually haunted. Yeah, like super haunted, bro. Not just haunted. It is a nexus for supernatural activity of all sorts. No wonder they offer such comprehensive health insurance. Excuse me, young man. That does Are you waiting
2: s- for me to tell you to stop it or that what? Doesn't
1: even, <laughs> I know, I, these are log clips, but there's so much context to get through. It doesn't even make sense. No wonder they have such a comprehensive health insurance plan. Is that just supposed yeah. to be funny because, oh yeah, retail, they don't have good health insurance. It, it, what's the joke there? I'm I'm confused. So I, I think what you're missing, Carl, is <laughs> what it's not about I'm the missing?
2: joke. It's about the satirical look at the society that we live in today, and and how.
1: Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I think, you know what's funny about that is that I think there is this social commentary aspect that the people who like this show like about it. It's just, it's just very thin. It's not all that I, impressive, in my opinion. I, right. So I, I don't look
2: at this style of writing as. A social a view of the social commentary or social commentary on how things are going in this country or this world today. I think it's long rambling dialogue that just happens to line up every once in a while with something that's happened in the last
1: month. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Let me show you an example of that. This is how they kick off. Fuck. This is how- <laughs> every time you talk I'm gonna play another clip. I'm sorry that's, that's how this goes <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna be done with this pretty soon but uh, this is the beginning of episode four. again it's that jokey part where it's the uh, intercom of the store. Do you like games?
4: We have lots of games here games to while away the pointless hours between your birth and death.
1: Games like Syrian Civil War Monopoly, The Real
2: Housewives of Candyland, Settlers of Milwaukee, and Uno. Syrian Civil War Monopoly.
1: The comedy rule of fours. Yeah, (laughs) the comedy rule of fours. It's like ridiculous thing, ridiculous thing, ridiculous thing, and Uno. Get it? Like, no, no, no. You should have gotten to Uno sooner. You didn't have to do the fucking Candyland joke.
2: How many people do you think guffawed on uno <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think anybody did oh that was
2: clever the way he dropped Ooh, in that.
1: uno but i just the, the thing that struck me about that was the whole syrian civil war monopoly makes zero sense it's obviously thrown in there to be like well this this guy has something to say does he does he have something <laughs> to say am i supposed to read into that here's another thing that i realized about this guy now this guy and i'm not shitting on him i, I think he's talented i think he's doing a good job uh, way better. Back... <laughs> <You are so laughs> I know. Well, I had to put this in perspective. Compared to those, like, Canadian teenagers we listened to last week, this guy is a fucking rocket scientist because those women were dummies. But here is um, he's not, he doesn't understand. He owns a pet store with his wife. I don't think he, he understands what white collar crime is. Here's him uh, having the main character explain his crime.
4: What exactly was the crime? I, uh,. <laughs> invested retirement funds swindled from senior citizens into fraudulent real estate in Syria then I used those profits to buy stock of certain emergency medical supplies based on inside knowledge of anti-vaccination groups thereby creating a false shortage and driving up the price and creating a minor measles epidemic. Fuck. Did that make any sense
2: to you? Did you follow that at all? Yeah. So ask me what the crime was. Yeah. Uh, Doug, what was the crime that he committed? I think he did a short sell on medical supplies.
1: That would be the way to describe that. Exactly (laughs) right. The way he gets there is so nonsensical. He swindles retirement money from old people to invest in fraudulent real estate in Syria. This guy has no idea what Wall Street is actually doing. Why would you invest in fraudulent real estate if you've swindled the money? That You're done. You're good. Moving on. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, fuck. Um, Honestly, I zoned out halfway through. I don't know. I, I don't have anything else to play from the show. I think we've so, summed it up.
2: Yeah, I, I don't <clears throat> I got a couple questions, or maybe just a question for you. Does, does your wife listen to the shows that you listen to to review, or, or do you not, just lock yourself in your room? Or not, how usually, does that?
1: not usually. Not um, usually. Sometimes if it's one that's really over the top, I'll tell her to listen. But no, she. It's usually just me, and you know, I have the earbuds in, walking around the house, getting angry. And this this weekend, <laughs> this weekend, Doug, and I, I. I know that you know how this feels now it starts to get to the point where you're like, what am I doing with my time? I could be, (laughs) I could be having conversations with friends and making memories and I'm fucking listening to this God awful nonsense on purpose. And I have to fucking retain what's going on so I can talk about it intelligently. It's not even just out of the background. I'm fucking paying attention to it.
2: I don't know how you do it. I it's getting old. I know you you, (laughs) like the, the one you did with, uh, uh, Whatever the fuck that crazy guy is. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah. So that would be a fun one. I would have loved to have been involved in
1: that. Yes. Alex Jones is a fun show to listen to.
2: But doing shit like this, like, I I, I think that the time that you play the clip is probably, so at the teaser, you play a clip of the show you're going to do next. I yeah. think that's probably the second time you've heard that clip. I think you pull it. And then you play yes, it on the show. And correct. other than that, I don't think you've listened to the show
1: that you're about to review. No, I, I I never listened to the show until about the day before we do the podcast.
2: So change that format.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I could I could literally set myself up for success if I would just listen to the fucking show. and Be like, nope, don't want to do this one. Fuck that.
2: You know, I knew like within <laughs> the first five minutes of, of my that. seven minutes of listening <laughs> to this, that <laughs> that. I, I wasn't going to be able to pull any clips out of this because yeah. it, I just, I just couldn't, there was nothing there. It was like shitty voice, shitty voice, shitty voice, footsteps, shitty voice, shitty voice, <laughs> shitty voice, shitty voice, doorstop. <laughs>
1: yeah these conversations just go nowhere and i I tried to play you some clips they go on for 47 seconds because this conversation just goes on and on and on it's hard to like take something out of context and really understand what the fuck they're even talking about so yeah this was a tough one this was a tough one to clip
2: i like how you just acknowledged how you do your show though it's hard to take something out of context (laughs) on this show
1: (laughs) i've been accused of doing that once or twice I, I don't know why. Um, all right. So, Doug, what I've done just to prove to you that I've spent way too much time with this fucking show is I've gone in and decided what would W.A.T.P. sound like if we had a scripted show with nonsense voices and Foley work. All right. So this is the W.A.T.P. scripted show coming soon to iTunes. I should probably check my emails. Let's see. Dear WATP, you guys are assholes. Uh, dear WATP, why don't you eat a long dick off a short pier? That's a new one. Hi, WATP. I want you to know I'm a big fan of podcasting. Unfortunately, WATP is the clown shoes of podcasting. Eat eight. Hmm. Oh, what's this? From my syndication company, please call our customer support line immediately. Shit. I better walk over to grab my phone. <laughs> now I should dial that number. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, hello Carl. This is Steve. Thanks for calling us. Weird that I would get through to you directly. It's a pretty large company and how did you know it was me? Look, it's important we keep things moving. It's on record that people's attention spans are shorter than that of a goldfish. Oh yeah, I heard that somewhere. Anyway, here's the deal. There's this bitch with no sense of humor and a lack of understanding when it comes to satire. She wants to shut you down, Carl. (laughs) Let me guess. The woman who exploits victims of crime so she can sell security systems to soccer moms? Yeah, that's precisely the fuckhead we're talking about, Carl. She will be serving us papers. I suggest you talk to your attorney. Thanks for the advice, but my attorney sucks at writing parody songs. Okay, gotta go. Jen from the jingles department, perfect timing. I need you to write a new song.
4: Why, does someone on iTunes call you a bag slapper again? You know, I think we've kind of exhausted that one.
1: No, Jen, no more bag slapper songs, we agreed on that. It's gotta be about that asshole with the shitty crime show. Oh, you mean Twisted Philly. No, not that one. True Crime 204? (laughs) No, the one about autistic runaways. She's trying to sue us. I'm going to need the best parody song that you can come up with.
0: I got it. I'll use the Four Seasons Oh What a Night and change it to Oh What a Cunt. No, <laughs> you
1: know, I was going to remix her vocal crutches with Rush's YYZ, but your idea is way better. Hello? Hey, Carl. It's Doug from the Who's Right podcast. Uh, Hold on, Doug. Someone's calling on the other line. Oh, hello. Is this Carl from What Is This Podcast? Yes. I'm calling on behalf of the iTunes store. We're taking your show down because one person complained. Uh, Unless, of course, you disagree with us doing that. I do disagree with you doing that. (laughs) Case settled. You win. What the hell are all of you doing here? Get the fuck out of my house. All right, Doug, that's uh, inside reference after inside reference.
2: Uh, so, thank you for crowbarring my appearance in there somewhere. I appreciate that.
1: I need like that.
2: You get one sentence in. <laughs> I, I sounded a lot like that heavy smoker from the. Uh, <laughs>
1: You should have seen me try to do my Doug impression. I, <laughs> I must have done your line eight times and I'm going back and listening. Disaster. Nope. Disaster. nope, No, fuck it. We'll just use it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's move on. I do have the the game that is sweeping the nation that everybody loves. I tell you the name of a band. You have to tell me the worst song that they've put out. And again, I want to remind people: this is not subjective. If Croge is listening, I don't want to hear about how I got the wrong song. This is the definitive worst song this band has put out. We're going to do a 70s, 80s edition today, Doug. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with Bon Jovi. Now, Bon Jovi, I don't know how you feel about him. I think he has a lot of really good songs, great songwriter. But there is one that it is oof, not good.
2: Uh, I'm going to have you want me to guess now, then?
1: Yeah, that, go for it. If you're ready, I will. I will go with what is it? You give love a bad name. Oh, no. That fucking song rocks. No, 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 oh. no. no. This, this is the worst song.
2: It's my life, It's now or
4: never, I, gonna
1: live forever. Uh, I I hate that type of song where it's all triumphant about yourself. Oh, this is my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it now and do a really good job. Listen to these lyrics. He says, "My heart is like an open highway." Like Frankie said, I did it my way. I just want to live while I'm alive. It's my how can life. you argue with that? That's a,
2: <laughs> listen, that's a t-shirt.
1: Listen to this shit. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) That's fucking garbage. I just want to live while I'm alive. He fucking wrote that down and then tries to sing it passionately. That's annoying.
2: So I'm aware enough of your show to know that I might as well just mute my mic because my opinion on your opinion of the music is irrelevant at this point.
1: It's both irrelevant and incorrect. But
2: (laughs) (laughs) you you got me on that that line. Um. Yeah, okay, fine. I, you know what? I'm just going to give it to you. All of John Bon Jovi's songs suck shit. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was workshopping this with a couple people and um Runaway was thrown out there. I'm like, "Fucking Runaway rules. That's a great song." I don't I don't understand this hatred of Bon Jovi. There's some good shit going on. Uh, even the intro to It's My Life, they try to recapture the old Bon Jovi while also turning into like a Britney Spears song somehow. So it's got that voice thing, the wow, wow. But then it also has this fucking weird like percussion shit and I'm ready for fucking Britney Spears to tell me she's done it again. And it did come out in 2000. So I think it was influenced by that nonsense. So I
2: asked you... Specifically for this reason, if you're going to do a game this episode, yeah. can you at least let me know what it involves so I can do some sort of legwork? Yeah, and you no. said
1: absolutely, and then you didn't. <laughs> then I didn't, because <laughs> what? What if I had told you the bands that we were going to do? You might actually know what their worst song was. What? What kind of fun would that be? You're zero for so what, one. You're zero for what's one. the so bo- far. No,
2: no, no. I'm 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 at hundred percent. You're you're the one that's wrong, but that doesn't matter. If <laughs> what's the Bon Jovi song that starts out with? It's like, Johnny, you still work on the docks. Yes. What, what, what song is that?
1: Um, Shot Through the Heart. Yeah. So, see, that's the worst song. <laughs> well, actually, that, that song rules, too. You get the modulation at the end where it brings up a, a whole step and a half higher on the chorus. It's fucking triumphant. It's great. But listen it's to this. <laughs> this is triumphant. This is Bon Jovi's best song of all time. That's horrible. What? I've never even heard that. Before. I know it's actually that's a Steel Panther song. You ever heard of Steel Panther? No. Holy shit, oh. dude! It's a phenomenal band. I, I recommend checking them out. That is their uh, their Bon Jovi style song. Uh, Fuck all night and party all day. Good stuff. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. You're 0 for one, but you're gonna you're gonna come back. I think. I got an easy one for you. Now it's not easy because there's a shit ton of songs and a lot of them kind of suck but there's one specifically that is the worst song by far this again not up for debate the band is kiss go uh, about
2: all of them i'm not a kiss fan
1: you're not a kiss fan you're not you're <laughs> not in the kiss army no, no, I am I'm not. But, so Doug, we'll, we'll, let me explain the rules again. There's one song I want to rock and roll all night. Is that song. Kiss? Oh, yeah, that is Kiss. That, that one's fucking garbage. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible song. But that's not their worst side. There's a song worse than that. Go. You're going to you're gonna kick yourself when you hear this. You're going, to oh, yeah, no shit. If I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. do you know this song beth that peter chris sings i i didn't even know that was kiss yeah right it's it's a, it's this garbage love ballad and they put it out on their destroyer album that's a great album and then this fucking piece of shit what this song proves is payola was rampant in the 70s because here's the story the backstory to this they put out detroit rock city great song rocking song the B-side of that single was this fucking song, Beth. And they're like, DJ's just started playing the B-side. And then people were calling up going, what was that song? I want to hear it again. That's fucking nonsense. That's bullshit. This is Paola. This is Gene Simmons, who's forcing the hand of the fucking uh, program director to make sure that they're playing. Th- that's the worst song you could ever hear on the radio. But isn't it isn't, doesn't
2: it speak more to you had all these... I think every rock group or heavy whatever the fuck they call them, metal group in the 80s and the 90s all came out with these shitty ballads. Yes.
1: That that is you have to do that. But this is the shittiest of shitty ballads. And we just did you hear this fucking sound synthesized sound string instruments and shit? Just a few more hours. It's uh, like a fucking flute that comes I in what the fuck feel? is going on. <laughs> I think. I- if, if your name's not Jethro tall, I don't want to hear a fucking flute in your goddamn
3: music. You know what? Oh, Beth, what can I do?
2: Yeah. It really sounds like it should be the theme song about a show with missing autistic kids that were raped.
1: <laughs> All right, So we got your new theme song. <laughs> um, I just want to point out. The, the same album that put out that fucking garbage track also had music like this on it. Fucking God, God, God of Thunder. And, you know, I don't know why you don't like Kiss, dog. I don't want to get into that with you, but so holy did, shit.
2: Did you, con- that last thing that you played, you consider that a good song? That's a good song. Oh, okay. Well, see, That's that's what's wrong is your the way that you're you're doing all this. Your scoring is flawed.
1: My scoring is flawed. Well, I'll show you my work afterwards. I'll I'll, I'll shoot you an email. All Before right, you
2: go to the next one, let me yeah. it, tell me what you consider what makes a song the worst song. Is it the content? Is it the instruments? What 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 am I looking for here?
1: Yeah, it's it's all of those things. When you hear a song and you go, "Oh, that's not fun to listen to at all," and then it becomes popular. That's what pisses me off more than anything, because there's lots of garbage songs out there. I mean, I've written a, a thousand of them. The problem is, is that people actually know the song and think that they want to hear it. Adam Crowe talks about this all the time. People are stupid, and if they hear something enough times, they think they like it because it's familiar. Familiarity in people's brains is equals good. It's why people my age run around saying the Goonies is a fucking great movie. It's like, no, you just you just remember it. It's not a good movie. It's garbage. But that I, that's how I think how the I... same
2: could be said of any pop culture reference from the 80s or 90s.
1: Oh, definitely. The eight, If you didn't grow up in the 80s, I can't imagine what it must seem like. Like w- did everyone just fucking lose their mind for 10 years? Like yes. <laughs> everyone fucking <laughs> lost their mind for 10 years. I don't know why we can't get those that time back. It's gone.
2: Top Gun is considered a classic. If you go back and look at it, it is a shit show about two guys playing volleyball on the beach.
1: Yeah, going back to your uh, gay porn reference early, that's pretty much all that movie is. It's just homoerotic fan fiction.
2: Which is apparently how I spend most of my time because I make a lot of those references.
1: (laughs) You you do seem to know a lot about it. (laughs) All right, I have a band here. How do you feel about the Eagles?
2: All right, that that I'm okay with. Okay,
1: it's, it's a polarizing band. There's a lot of people who, you know, hate the Eagles. Big Lebowski made it popular to, you know, fuck the Eagles kind of thing. They put out a lot of great songs. Um, you know, obviously in the 70s, they got back together again. They put out more music. So I gave you a little bit of a hint. What's the worst song that the Eagles have ever done?
2: I will go with Hotel California. That's what? my personal worst song.
1: What? That song fucking is amazing. The, the guitar solos alone in that song could be oh, a whole separate fuck. track. You keep going
2: back and forth, Carl. This is <laughs> bullshit. You go... If it's if it's good instrumental and, and your guest says one thing because of the, the words, then you, you flip flop. I think you have a, a list in front of you that if, if Doug says this, then I say this. If Doug
1: says that, then I say this. There's no winning on this show. I, I have every Eagles song pulled up just in case. Yeah. No, 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 no. This song is so much worse than Hotel California, and I think you're gonna realize it as soon as you hear it. Take care. So fucking douchey. When he gets it into the you're always whining and crying and pitching a fit. Get over it. Get over it. That was the song they put out when they got reunited again in ninety-four, I think.
2: It's very reminiscent of uh Beverly Hills Cop. That's that's where my mind went when you started playing it.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a song that should have been buried during the credits of a movie. It should not have had a fucking music video with you know, I don't know, I don't know where it charted at, but it was being played ad nauseum when the Eagles got back together in the '90s, and that is just a fucking garbage song. It sounds like it's written by uh, a middle schooler. Get over <laughs> it, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell this teacher, I'm not bringing my homework in. Get over it, yeah. Um, all right. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses is a great band. They uh, they are responsible for what I consider to be the greatest rock album of all time, Appetite for Destruction.
2: All right, so are you going with songs that they covered, or is it something <laughs> oh, you, that they had to write?
1: You are smart, my friend. This is <laughs> not a song that they wrote, but God damn, is this a song that they're known for.
2: I gotta go with knocking on heaven's door then.
1: Exactly right. This fucking garbage song with Axl Rose doing that emotive nick nick him, it's down, wow. Like really, it's not it's not that fucking deep and important that you have to sing it like that. The song is ruined by this live version that they did. That the the local classic rock station would play, I think, under contract three times an hour. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where, where Axel starts doing the fucking let's break it down. And then they start doing the crowd participation. Just yeah, the people yeah. on the left. Knock, knock, knock. It's like, holy shit. The worst part of any rock concert is when the band breaks it down. And then we got to fucking go through 17 minutes of this chorus with I sing it. Then you sing it. Then he sings it. Like, okay, we get and the it. The great
2: part is you pay all that money to go to a show to watch your favorite artist sing a song.
1: And in turn,
2: he just stands up there and has you sing it to him.
1: Yeah, and I got to listen to the asshole next to me screaming it because he's never had a fucking Miller Lite before. And it's like, dude, all right, we get it. You know the (laughs) lyrics to fucking knocking on heaven's door. Relax, calm down. It's not that impressive. Um, the, The other fucking band that does this is Judas Priest with You Got Another Thing Coming. Holy fucking shit. There's a live version of that where they break down, you got another thing coming. It's not even that great of a song lyric. I don't know why they're so impressed with themselves that they have to fucking drag it out for eight minutes of, you know, just the bass and the drums and now you sing it. You got another, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> now only shit. people wearing red shirts sing it. Right, <laughs> right. it's like, fucking. It. Hey, I mean, look, at. I like a nice bathroom break as much as the next guy, but can we fucking move it along here? There's, there's other songs you could be singing. Now Only people whose dads went out for a pack of cigarettes when they were young and never came back. It's your turn. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's one more band that we're going to get to. You're, you're one for four so far. You're pretty much in Andy territory as far as uh, scoring goes. But this that's band. You, that's because you cheat. I, well, there's no cheating. There's no subjectivity to this. This is just the truth. All right. This is a band that, again, I like a lot of what they've done. Uh, A lot of great songs over the years, but there is one specifically, and I do have a a specific reason why this is the worst song that is probably, you're probably going to yell at me because it's like fucking breaking all the rules, but Motley Crue. Oh, fuck. Motley Crue.
2: Motley Crue has a song that I'm going to go with Girls, Girls, Girls.
1: Oh, shit. You know, I, I feel bad. Girls, Girls, Girls is definitely in the running. It's in the the bottom five, but this song is worse, and you'll know why. I, I played that for a long time, but there was a reason why I did that. That fucking riff. Is seventy eight point three percent of this song? is just that. That's the first riff you learn when you get an electric guitar. Everyone fucking can play that riff. It's garbage. All right, now I'm I'm coming back
2: at you. This I think you're wrong. Here's here's why. Friday night, and I need a fight. My motorcycle and a switchblade knife. Handful of grease in my hair feels right, but what I need to get me tight are those girls, girls, girls. Oof. You're telling
1: me that that is better than the what you just played. <laughs> so, you, okay. Again, it's it's what the scoring criteria is, because you're explaining these god-awful lyrics that are embarrassing to sing, and I agree with everything you just said. That would That is the makings of a worse song. However... Because I've had to play in fucking cover bands, and every goddamn cover band I've ever been in is like, let's play Looks the Kill. I'm like, fuck! No! No one wants to hear this riff anymore! It's so played out! This is not a good song! And when Okay, I, so, so this isn't the worst song by the band. The this is the worst song. song
2: that Carl wants to cover.
1: It's the worst song by the band! Every fucking cover band I've ever seen plays this fucking song, Looks the Kill.
2: It that goes doesn't nowhere. does not
1: it a bad song. It goes nowhere! It's just this one riff. And th- there's no vocal melody. Wap, bop, 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 bop. Like, okay, there's nothing Trick or treat, going on sweet there. Sweet
2: to eat on Halloween and New Year's Eve. Oof. Yankee girls, you just can't be beat. But you're the best when you're off your feet. That is deep shit, Carl. How can okay. I don't know how you can argue with that?
1: You know, I don't want to set this precedent that you can argue with this game. But I, you might, you might have a point there. We might have to go back and look at the scorecard again. There, there's going to be some reconfiguring of the scores. That is a shit song. You're right, but you know it puts it, it puts me in a happy place. That song because when you hear it, you're usually in a strip club.
2: That's not the fucking criteria. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's not the criteria. <laughs> All right, I want to uh, I want to read a recent review that we got on iTunes. I typically don't read the positive ones, but this one I thought was interesting. It's a four star review. So you'd think like, oh, this person likes the show. But then there's nothing positive about it at all. It says, uh, I'm taking one star off. I'm a big believer in taking something in the spirit in which it is intended. But I do have to recognize one problem with the show. Some of these small struggling shows are being picked apart without getting a second chance. Granted, some of them don't deserve a second chance. But if you're only listening to one episode, you can't say for sure that they weren't having an off day or that it doesn't get better if you listen on. I think podcasters understand this, but regular pod listeners might not. I think it would make more sense going after some of the terrible shows that actually make money. Those guys can afford to lose a listener or two. But in the spirit of fairness, you're welcome to go after my show. I'm fine with being hated. And this is a guy from the M. Hog podcast, which is some uh, metal show thing. So, Doug, I I wanted to read that to you. I think that's
2: Metal Hand of God, isn't it? I think that's what it is. That's
1: exactly right. Yes. Are you familiar with that? I,
2: I am. I, I just started listening to them.
1: Oh, cool. Well, I wanted to play that one for you because we've had this conversation before. If I shit on a show that is doesn't a lot of people don't listen to it, it's not gonna change how many people listen to that show. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. People it, aren't it,
1: checking in on my scorecard to determine what fucking show to listen to. There's nothing to do with that. I, I would I would
2: my opinion of your show is that you are not gonna You're never going to take away any listeners from a show. No. And if anything, you will get people curious enough to go check it out on their own.
1: There could be people who like this dry, no humor, serial (laughs) nonsense of Hellmart shoppers and have at it. It's well produced. There's a lot of shit going on and noises and talking Go for it.
2: For all you know, there, there's somebody with, a, like, a walking fetish or something that's listening to this. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's has got a fucking chubby in his pants as I well was playing that compilation. Or, uh, or there could be
2: somebody that lost their legs in the war or something that, that just wants to hear that sound again. I
1: don't know. Yeah, that is a fucking weird one, man. What kind of shoes are they wearing? Why would it make that much noise? Have you ever walked around in a Walmart? You don't hear people walking, and yet there's hundreds of people walking. It doesn't make that much fucking noise. <laughs> I do not understand that. Um, all right, Doug, we've we've done it all. We, we have. talked about uh, attention, hellmart shoppers. We've played the the name the worst song game. We read Which a I think game. I ended
2: up tied on, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, I think I think you were five for five. Who can remember? <laughs> Um, I like that better. So you know what that means. It's time for. Uh, (laughs) All right, Doug, this is the part where you get really disappointed because you say, oh, that doesn't sound like it's going to be fun at all. Why would I listen to that? And yet the whole point of this is to tease people and get them excited about next week's episode.
2: Yeah. Again, it's the, the part of the show with endless possibilities.
1: Endless possibilities. Before I play this this clip, there's probably people thinking like, oh shit, is this going to be my podcast? Is this going to be that podcast that I submitted? People are on pins and needles right now. They cannot wait to hear what's coming up next.
2: Before you play it, I, I have a question. Do you already have your co-host picked out for next week? I don't. Okay.
1: Actually, I should, I should point out, we're going to take a week off next week. Uh, my ex-co-host Kevin is getting married in Las Vegas, so... I'm not bringing the computer with me to Vegas, but um, we'll be back. What's more important, we Carl, your that.
2: fans or your friends? <laughs>
1: I actually, the last time I went to Vegas, I did bring my computer and I, I did a show with Kevin. And uh, as I was staring outside at the fucking landscape, I'm like, what am I doing? Should be in a casino right now. You know,
2: you know what you should do is is just take a recorder and review the wedding as it's happening.
1: Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Just shit all over the bride. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. That's Look great. at that fat slut sitting up there. <laughs> Doug, do you want to do this with me? It sounds like you're auditioning. You're in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
2: you send me the ticket. I'm there with you, buddy.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll do a, I'll Facebook live it or something so you can see what's going on. Um,
2: All right. We've kept people waiting long enough. I'm, I'm ready to hear what this next episode is going to be
3: about. All right. Here's the teaser for next week's WATP. We made an effort to, in these last few episodes before we take a, before I go on hiatus, to cover the remaining He-Man material we have not covered. Episode zero, we did He-Man. Yep. We did the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. We yep. It did, took us for a while, but we did it. We did the He-Man movie. We did a we different did. episode in the later season of He-Man to see if that was any better.
0: Oh, it held up all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. This is a show called <clears throat> Hindsight is 30 The episode is number 149, The New Adventure of He-Man from February sixteenth, two 2018. So this is uh, this is coming in at 150 episodes. This hindsight is 30/30, 30, 30. and uh, the reason why we're going to be reviewing it is because the co-host Jason wrote in and said, uh, well, he suggested his show, and he said you can feel free to be as savage as you want because as the show approaches 150th episode, I'm going to go on hiatus after three and a half years of watching old stuff once a week. I'm burnout, and we'll be turning the show over to my co-host Matt. So it's interesting because I feel <laughs> now that pain, I'm done with it. Please shit all over it. Right. <laughs> I know. That's kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, here's this podcast. Go ahead and take it over. By the way, everyone thinks it sucks. Here's a review of it. But uh, yeah, so this is this is like the we were talking about before the nostalgia. It's it's all about going back and, and looking at old movies and TV shows and and discussing He-Man, apparently. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be uh, reviewing Hindsight is 30-30. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, uh, I, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on, spending seven or eight minutes and listening to that podcast I asked you to re- to review. You know what's funny about that is that I asked you to fucking review a podcast. that was two hours, and then there was one that was three hours. This time I go, good news, it's 20 fucking minutes. Can you listen to the show? And you just threw your hands in there like, nope. I can't possibly get through this 20-minute fucking show. <laughs> With all this production value, all these fucking, even if you were just like a, a baby, just the noises alone you'd think would keep you engaged. But no, you couldn't fucking, you couldn't fucking take one for the team. Wow. Oh, I, I feel like I did. <laughs> well, hopefully this is not your last appearance on, uh, on WATP. Uh, quick plug for Uh Check that out. I'm sure uh, Anthony will be bitching about us on the, the next episode coming up. So, uh, Anthony, go I fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know he doesn't listen to the show, so I can say that. <laughs> um, well, please, join us again in a couple of weeks because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everypony. Parting in the mosh pits of morning radio.
2: no laughs! Mean, I'm None. I'm Be more
0: funny! Boo. What, what,
3: what? <laughs> yeah. right.
2: You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. It Makes no sense.